For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Joined live by Oklahoma Congressman Mark Wayne Mullen. Congressman Mullen, good morning. Morning, sir. I could scarcely sleep last night. I cannot imagine uh, what it must have been like for you once everything was finally done there, as we heard about 3.30 this morning on Capitol Hill. Have you gotten any sleep, and how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Um, no, I really haven't got any sleep. You know, the Capitol Police are still real shaken up here. The Sergeant Arms is real shaken up. Uh, it was a uh, it was a dark day yesterday. Something I never thought I'd see on the U.S. soil, especially not in the, in, in the Capitol. Uh, unfortunately, I've seen that before overseas, but not not here. And uh, it was a um, uh, it was something that should have never taken never taken place. I mean, it was just uh, horrific. Can you take us through what you experienced? We've we've seen the pictures of of you uh, behind the chairs there, right next to the Capitol Police, and we understand that you tried to talk to the protesters through the door there, and you told them that if they breached that door, that it was likely they would be shot. Right? Well, what had happened? I don't know which picture you're talking about, but there's uh, several pictures going around. Uh, we it, real quickly we realized that. Uh, the Capitol Police were outnumbered, and I knew I could be an asset. Uh, I've dealt with situations like that before. Like I said, not not on the U.S. soil, but overseas. And um, and so when we went out there, uh, we were trying to figure out how we could barricade that door. So we grabbed some desks and barricaded the door real quick. And uh, while they were beating on it, about that time, um, it sounded like shots were fired. They hit the glass. I jumped behind the door or behind that chair because that's actually a bulletproof chair. The back of it is. Uh, and then I quickly realized that that wasn't shots. Uh, they were yelling, shots fired, shots fired. Everybody pulled their guns out. I started yelling, those weren't shots. Don't shoot, don't shoot, don't shoot. And that's when I started in, That's when I, I started engaging with the protesters. I said, uh, you almost got shot. Is it worth it? And they yelled. Um, and I said, it, you almost got shot. Is that worth it? And they quit banging on the door. And then, of course, they, you know, every every mob, you got to have your agitators. And one of the agitators came to the door, and he started, you know, having a few choice words. You can't reason with those guys. Those guys like that need to be just put down. Um, but for the most part, they stopped. Uh, they, the issue was is then they ran around to the backside to what we call the speaker's lobby. And so we're dealing with, uh, with, um, with the front, and then they started coming around the back. Uh, and uh, that's where the young lady got shot uh, because they, as they, uh, that's got a lot of glass there. And as they breached the glass, she started climbing through. And then you had a real problem. There were still a lot of, a lot of members on the floor with staff. Um, most have never experienced a situation like that. Uh, some was, uh, there was a lot of, um, uh, I wouldn't say panic going on, but there was definitely a, a lot of worry. Uh, and people were getting pretty juiced up really quick. Uh, and unfortunately, when he when when she came through the door, the the lieutenant there didn't really have a choice. Uh, he he um, he had a shooter, and I mean I'm sure people are going to debate what, whether he did or he didn't. But I know what he did. What happened then is a the crowd that was trying to come in from the rear of us. They dispensed and they left, and then we only had to deal with just the front again. Uh, it could have been really really a huge problematic situation that took place, and um, and I. 
I commend the Capitol Police and the Sergeant Arms for doing what they had to do, and I'm sure we're going to be dissecting this for quite some time. But well, uh, in fact, I think uh, people's I, lives were saved. In fact, people already are dissecting it, and we're hearing from right. some of them via open mic. That here's just one, and I'd like to get your response. Yeah. Uh, here we go. They will shoot if you come in here. She did not go in there. That guy was a coward. He put on the uniform, but he did not represent it. Did she enter the room? Did she enter the chamber? She was coming through the glass, uh, and that guy, I, I, I mean, listen, if people sometimes make decisions because they weren't there, and he wasn't there. Uh, it was a very intense situation uh, that she's responsible for her own actions, period. Uh, now, that doesn't mean that I, I don't I don't care for her and, and her family. Her family's experiencing a loss right now, uh, but we're all, we're all putting ourselves in those situations. She was warned multiple times. Uh, he had told her to stand down, and they kept coming. Uh, and uh, um, it was an unfortunate situation happened shouldn't happen to call anybody a coward in this situation is 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 a uh, uh, childish at best uh, do you know anything about the other three people who apparently lost their lives from we're told natural causes no I really don't I, I just started getting those reports um, earlier today probably about the same time you were getting yours uh, and so I, we don't have any reports on those. I, I, I know that a lot of people are reporting about shots being fired, shots being fired, shots being fired on the house floor. The only shots that were actually fired, the glass when they were breaking, sounds like shots being fired. And if you haven't experienced live rounds being shot, you, I could easily see where people get mistaken that. But the only per shots that were fired was when that young lady um, uh, can't, was breached the perimeter and was coming through the glass. Uh, Rick Corey is with me, Congressman. Yeah, you know, it's really hard to find out by watching and just listening kind of what the mood was overnight there. We saw some of the crowd start to disperse. What right. kind of feeling did you get overnight? Did it feel like it was lessening a great deal? Did it still feel very tense? And what's it like this morning? What yeah. It, well, there, a lot of emotions are still raw this morning. Uh, but I, I'll tell you, I, I, there's a triage center that was set up in the uh, basement of one of our house office buildings. And so uh, when we finally got ever, all the members off the floor, got the, the, the situation, I feel like, stabilized, I went ahead and left the floor with Troy Nails. He's the sheriff that was beside me. He's a newly elected member. And I got to give him um, uh, kudos, too, because, man, that guy, I'd kick a door in with him any day. He, he, was, he, he, he stood solid there. Of course, that was his job. He's a sheriff. Uh, and uh, But after we left, I, I went down to the basement, and I started going through the triage center. And I haven't seen a triage center like that, Rick, since probably being overseas. And, in fact, I know it was. In fact, it brought, brought back a lot of raw memories. And, and while we're going through there, I'm, I'm visiting with these these in the, 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 the Capitol Police and the D.C. Police. And, man, some of them are hurt bad. I saw one young man, and I know he's not going to get his eye back. I can't imagine him getting his eye back. His eyeball was literally hanging out of his head. Um, and a lot of people had broken noses. There was cuts all over people's faces. There was cuts on their lips, on their heads. Um, some had that just shell shock look. There was two young men that I know have never experienced anything like that, and they, they had that look in their face. Uh, and um, I was talking to them. I'd always go up and I'd ask their age and their name, and if they had a wife and they had kids. And then I asked them what happened. And this is something I heard over and over again, not just once or twice. But they said that the mob, the, the, the mob split off from the protesters. The protesters were moving through, and this group broke off. And, quote, this is, quote, this isn't my words. This is their words, not one or two, but multiple of them. And I talked to every one of them, maybe 25, 50 of them. I don't know how many I visited with because I went from room to room to room. 
And they said when they broke off, they had evil intent. They had evil in their eyes. Evil was a term they used. And this was separate from the protesters. So the protesters were moving, and most of them went home. I even talked to the, some, some from Oklahoma that I knew were there, and they had left and went home. And so the mass crowd dis, dissipated. It was the agitators that stayed put. And there was some interference, but really um, the mood there changed. They brought in a lot of extra police from surrounding communities. Of course, the National Guard finally got there. And uh, and then it, but it, we didn't get the perimeter of the Capitol secured uh, until roughly 8:30 uh, last night. Hmm. In just a little bit here, if I have time, I'm I'm going to play in its entirety the the closing prayer that was offered at the end of the joint session when it finally ended earlier this morning because I I thought it was really appropriate for the day and 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 in it the House Chaplain um, talks about the power of the tongue to kill and to wound. So I, I'm wondering, do you think President Trump bears any of the responsibility for what happened yesterday with words like this? We're going to walk down anyone you want, but I think right here we're going to walk down to the Capitol. He vowed to go with. He didn't. Does the president bear any responsibility for what happened in our nation's capital yesterday? This, no one should be pointing fingers at anybody trying to place blame. Uh, we you are don't all think that he incited any. Actions, you don't period. think he incited anything yesterday period. with his words. We're, we are responsible for our own actions. It seems like in this country, the first thing we always want to do is place blame on someone else. We are responsible for our own actions. Full stop. Now, the is the president been, responsible the, for his been, actions? Yeah, but those flames have been getting uh, have been getting um, uh, fanned for over five years. Uh, they they haven't stopped. Uh, now, could things have been done differently? Yes, but at the end of the day, we are only responsible for our own actions. No, no other body, nobody else is to blame but you when you put yourself in those situations and you make people make sudden decisions. When you decide you want okay, to let me rephrase. Uh, destroy did, people's did, public property, you want to put people at harm's way, you want to you want to harass and beat up police officers who are there to keep people. Was there uh, anything in the you, president's speech yesterday action, on the ellipse? Was there anything that he said that you think incited what happened yesterday? As I said before, we're only responsible for our actions. Is he That's responsible it. for his actions? Let me tell you, they, there was multiple. Yeah, of course he is. Everybody's responsible for our actions. So no Will the Senate that. and the House hold him responsible? Hold him responsible for what? For his words yesterday. He, listen, they, his words didn't cause people to do anything they didn't do on their own. Okay, they did it on their own. That's to the to the question. So he he did not there was, cause them there to was do that. Agitators, there was agitators there. How many times have we seen Trump rallies that nothing violently taken place? We've been seeing them for five years. As I said before, when 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 I was talking to Capitol Police, the protesters, the Trump protesters, were moving on down the street. These agitators are the ones that broke off. They came there with that intent, regardless of what was said five minutes or five hours or five days before. They came there looking for a fight. And as I said before, we're only responsible for our own actions. Now, um, are, it, it can it, can someone stir that that pot? Absolutely, they can. Uh, but to, to place to place blame on one person 
for what was said or what wasn't done. At the end of the day, that's a long walk from where they're at to the Capitol, and then they had to continue to make decisions to destroy public property and put people in harm's way. Now, lots of blame to go around. I wasn't trying to put it on one person. I just wanted to know if you thought the president shared any of it. Um, but we'll move on. We um, all share responsibility of it. Every one of us do. The, from the media to the people to the president uh, to the way we've been debating in Congress to the way we treat each other. We, we, we can debate better than this, and we should do better than this. We all hold some type of responsibility, and I hope that we get up this morning and we take a deep look at ourselves in the mirror and say, is it really worth all this? Can we, can we be passionate and cordial at the same time? The answer to that is absolutely we should be. I wake up every single morning and I say, love the people, love the calls. Not a catchphrase, it's what I mean. And I, even those protesters uh, and, and, and the agitators that were being the way that they were, I still love them. I don't want to hurt them, but I will. And, and I'll defend my brothers and I'll defend my sisters just like anybody else in the law enforcement will do the same thing, but then I'll turn around and take care of them too. But we are still responsible for it. As a nation, we're responsible for it. This has been bubbling for some time, and we should have never, none of us should have ever let it get this far. On my block, I have the best neighbors. I love every one of them. Uh, there are conservatives and there are liberals. And, and that rarely ever enters into our conversations. It does sometimes, but we talk things out. I love my neighbors. I don't care what their political affiliation are. So right. I, I'm wondering, Congressman, what can we do here in Tulsa right now to start making a change in the way we treat each other? Take a deep breath and quit trying to blame each other. Uh, everybody wants to wants a point and wants to get frustrated at somebody else, but sometimes we just need to take a look at ourselves, uh, and and that starts with every one of us. Uh, Oklahoma has, is is pretty good. We had this cult and they thing called Oklahoma Standard. When something bad happens, we no longer ask what your party affiliation is. We jump in and we go to work and we help each other, and and that's what we need to do here in this situation too. I I, I love passion. I'm a very passionate individual, as you can tell in this conversation. I'm a very passionate individual, and and I will stand up for what. I believe, but there's a right way and there's a wrong way. And as I said before, we can debate better than this as a nation, and we can still agree to disagree, but still love you. You're heartened to hear President Trump or of President Trump's tweet last night promising an orderly transition. I I was I had no doubt that that was going to take place, but he's a passionate man too, and he's going to, he, he believes in his and I the word fight probably isn't the right word here, but standing up for. His beliefs, he's not someone that's going to be pushed around, uh, and and we know that, and that's why those of us that support him love that about him. Um, but a lot of things could have been handled. A lot of things could have been handled differently from what started five years ago to what to what uh, transpired yesterday. I I have this I have this dream of hosting a, uh, my my nickname for it's a purple dinner. I want, to ha I want to put this table in the gathering place when this pandemic madness is over. And I want this table to be a quarter mile long. And I want liberals on one side and conservatives on, other, on the other side. And, and I want the common thing there to be food and to be music. Count and, me in. Uh, let's, let's make this happen, Congressman, somehow. Let's, let's start the healing in Tulsa. Reach out to George and, and count me in. Uh, I, have, I would love to be part of that, and I agree with you, too. Um, as I said before, I wake up every single morning and say, love the people, love the call. Uh, and, and we can stand strong in our beliefs, uh, but we can do it in a respectful manner and, and do it in the right way. I love your accessibility, your willingness to talk to us, and your patience. Thank you, sir. Thank you.